I mean, I think I feel like we can just dive into this topic for a while. Like, oh my god! Okay, because uh, the idea of like after the honeymoon phase, after the fun cutesy shit. Like, that's when you go to therapy. I'm so- <laughs> <laughs> shit, even that like couples therapy. I Have you guys ever it. done that? You I've did done it. it. I've done yeah, it. Yeah, no, not I've yet. It. it was uh, well, couples therapy was helpful. Well, because I was. It was court mandated. It was helpful. Um, what? Was was it helpful? Couples therapy? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, I, I think it works for those who are looking for an answer about themselves or trying to look to make it work. Because, I mean, I'm pretty sure you've seen it on TV. Like, all oh, people go to couples counseling and, and one partner or the other is like, I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk yeah. about, I don't want to talk about my feelings. <laughs> but <laughs> but with that i was hungry to try to try to make things work because uh, i still had this like for me i had this vision of trying to keep like i guess a tra- traditional family look like mom and dad together and trying to work it out to stay together for uh, our kid and then and part of that also was like it was kind of court mandated long story i won't i won't get into it but you already and, talked about it yeah and uh, yeah it helped because we for me at least, because we figured out, like I learned tools in how to better communicate and like, in like how to be empathetic and how like where I fall short. One of the things I learned most is like, I have a tendency to try to fix things. I think a lot of guys are like that. we like, oh, your yeah. significant other is trying to talk to you. And I was like, well, well, what about this? What about this? What about this? You try to offer a solution. No. And and then my, my couples counselor was like, like, like I get it, Emory. You try. You, if you can fix things in your own job, you can fix it in your work. But this isn't something she's looking for you to fix. Sometimes she just wants to hear you say that sucks. She doesn't want you to. Hear, she doesn't want you. Like, and I'm like, fuck, man. <laughs> but I don't like to live with the problem. I want to solve the problem. Yeah. But because you can solve that problem by walking out. <laughs> <laughs> because that, that, that's really hard to, and hard to understand because yeah like because how do you want the problem not to be fixed but it, to be just said about the fact Ooh, learning moment it'll be right fixed, here because it'll be fixed on their own <laughs> yeah, share, share some about the wisdom i don't no, yeah. need your help yeah because all they I need, need my therapist's help yeah like all they all their your partner needs is someone to listen to them like uh, like yeah. like to be like oh shit that sucks because they probably know within themselves that like what to do already but the yeah. thing is is sometimes you just need to let that energy out and redirect it uh, and then God. and that that's a very important thing when she when she tells you like oh like such and such is being a piece of shit at work i'm like, Fuck, like i'm that sorry sucks. that sucks they're, they're a piece of shit too yeah no like because right. for me i have a tendency to be like play You're devil's like, well, advocate sometimes <laughs> like sometimes yeah. I, I i used to like just uh like I don't know if I still do it now, but like I sometimes play devil's advocate. I was like, not well, what about <laughs> what? What about the other person's perspective? What if maybe they didn't meant to do this? Because I try to be, be all like fucking democratic and shit. <laughs> like, yeah. But I try to be like you know fair, and then then they would think also oh, you're taking their side. I'm like, no, I'm just trying to see all perspectives. They don't give a shit about perspectives. They just want to be heard. <laughs> I don't give a yeah. shit about respecting someone else's perspective when they fucking disrespected me. 
the only thing that matters is like if you're if your partner's mad you got their back like yeah, yeah fuck them i i fuck them <laughs> yeah too. it's it, it's it, it's irrational it does not make sense mm-hmm. but it's it's part of it the, doesn't matter it, yeah it, you're it, it, the number one fan you're there for her and that's yeah. it yeah you're their support not their it goes the other way her, and vice versa It goes the other yeah, way when whatever course. is like yeah, ranting yeah. about a whatever is ranting about a client, even though they're not always like that, be like, yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. fuck that guy. All no, right. we don't need him. Actually, we do, but you know what I mean. <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, that's a really good lesson. I think. Yeah, because I'll, I'll yeah. try to use. I it's corny, but she gave us worksheets, and for me, it worked because I was doing, I was practicing. Because it's hard to practice tools from therapy when you're just talking about it. And it's even harder harder to put it to practice when you're in the moment, like when you're triggered. You're like, "Oh, fuck this motherfucker!" I'm gonna. Oh, when go you're off. in your feelings, you yeah. can't fix shit. Yeah. So, like, when for me, like, when she gave us worksheets of like seeing. I liked the worksheets. I don't know. It felt like school. So, like, and I was trying to, <laughs> I was trying to, I was trying to get a grade, you know, for this oh, well. to somehow improve the relationship. Uh, but this, like, my one, some of my favorite things, like, sound formulaic, but it helps because it, it's a structure. And I, I, that's how I kind of work, apparently, because apparently all my dates prior had structures as well. So, <laughs> so but it gives me a guide. Like my, one of my favorite things is I can't imagine like when when they're going through a really rough day, like, I don't know. I don't know. They shot a nail gun to their foot. I don't know. But <laughs> and then don't good reason uh, to be sad about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i shot my fucking foot with a nail gun yeah a good phrase i remember it was like i can only imagine what you're feeling right now mm-hmm. but you, then you acknowledge them but i know that you're still this but know that i i still love you but no i still this like say but no like for example like i'm trying to come up with an example that's anecdotal an anecdote anecdotal like example with max maybe it's like sometimes she's down i might be making this up at this point for example's sake but it's like i can only imagine how frustrated you feel right now with everything that's happening but know that i still think you're an amazing person and i and you know i love you very much things like that and yeah. that that because one it of the works. things i'm one of the things i'm not a fan of of saying is saying i understand do you really you don't because you are not them You yeah, are not that person. It. They are experiencing the world in their own, you know, filters of what, of how they grew up and how, with their own beliefs. So we cannot fully understand. And I, I, saying I understand also sounds patronizing. Yeah, of course. Also, if you're a guy with like dating a girl, you don't know how the world fucking works for her. Yeah. Like, we may live in the same house have the same work, the same boss, and it will still be different, very different. So yeah, like, making sure like you don't put yourself in her place is super important because you are not on her place. Yeah. Like, you you can like support her, but from your place, not hers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Then you brought up a good point too. Like, like how like guys kind of I'm going to say we were privileged in many ways because with, with my ex fiance, she explained how, why she was always anxious on certain situations because she was scared about strangers or guys trying to attack her in, in public. These are things that women are afraid of. 
because I, I feel like I did that because like, why are you afraid? I'm like, oh, 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 of course, you're a dude. You don't have to be a fucking afraid of that. I was an idiot. So, but I, but that was like super eye opening. Like, of they experience the world in such a different way. Everyone experiences world a world the world differently. But like, but again, everyone gets a different version of it depending on your genetics, so to speak. For and then yeah, and also like whenever you're trying to help you have to make sure you're not making someone else's problem personal because yeah. if you take it very personal like you you won't think like objectively and you will behave like an idiot and you will get emotional and instead of helping you will you will make like a snowball of problems because uh -huh. now she has she or he has its problem uh, like her or his problem more like added to your way of seeing it plus your problem plus whatever the fuck you are going through so yeah yeah that doesn't help yeah because then it's like it just adds to it so and it's yeah. stress yeah it just adds it adds stress and then they're like i don't want to tell you because now you get mad and uh yeah <laughs> but it's, and it was never your problem to begin with it was just yours to just listen not take totally. on totally yeah and a lot of times like the most helpful helpful thing you can do is to just be there and listen and stay shut the fuck up stay yeah. In, <laughs> yeah staying silent and like nodding with your head and saying yeah 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 that you, sucks it's it's called yeah. whole, it's called a holding the space like you are like your agenda now shelving your agenda i heard this from dr john gottman he's one of the all-stars of couples couples therapy him and his wife julie shelving your agenda means that when you're dealing with somebody who's upset or sad or frustrated or scared mm -hmm. you take your desire if you if they're upset with you your desire to get defensive or to explain your perspective or to correct or to fix you take all of those things that you just kind of naturally want to do mm -hmm. and you put them on the shelf okay they're going to come off later Okay. But right now, the person in front of me and their needs are the most pressing important thing. Got it. So that you feel heard, understood, validated, and that I'm showing accountability if that's necessary. All of those things sound good. Shelving your agenda. Oh, my yeah. God. Cinema Shel therapy. Thank you so much. Shelving your agenda. That's right. So look that up Christoph on cinema therapy. Yeah. <laughs> like you, because you might have your own like thing that you want to do, but you put that aside and then, Yeah like prioritize what your partner is going through first. Like, yeah, that's like the real like relationship shit, dude. Like aside from like the cutesy, like, like after like a year, after maybe six months to two, three years, I don't know how long the honeymoon phase lasts, but shit. And yeah. And then therapy, I mean, yeah. Couples therapy was useful. The, the hard part is like you had like when, especially on days we had agreement disagreements, Man, I, I was, I can be pretty stubborn. And I was like stubborn as fuck that those days. So, yeah, same. Uh, yeah, like. Alex, but, write this down. This one is the, the useful yeah, part. Very important. <laughs> this is the useful very shit. <laughs> yeah. Like. Maybe have Alex edit this so he can watch it back. And, and then. And, and <laughs> Alex, you're going to edit this. <laughs> so, but, but um, like for me, I, I, my therapist made me aware of my body language when I'm upset with my partners. I don't look at them. I just, mm. uh, it's, I use distancing body language, like, cause it's easier for me to be like this and throw jabs at you 
right? Because if I have to look at you, that means I have to look at the damage I'm doing. Yeah, that's super true. So and then, and, oh God, it. <laughs> then my therapist, like, and I was, I remember looking like this. I was, and my partner, like, at the time, was there, and is like, well, one, like, Emma, like, like, uncross your arms, like, take a look at her, like, why don't take her as she is, like, look, look at how she's hurting right now. It's easy, like, and it's like I know you want to say all these things, but like, really look. At, and then I was like, then I fucking started crying. Cause, of course. Yeah. Because yeah. one of the things, because I've been to uh, multiple of like different types of therapy. I've been to anger management. I've been to in individual therapy. And one of the things I learned from anger management is anger is often a secondary emotion, which is the, like, if you're angry about something, it's probably within down, down the, the second layer is anger. Below it's probably hurt, sad, afraid. Fear. Yeah. Fear. Yeah. So, and then, cause, and then, you know, once I let go of that, the anger set aside and the true emotion of hurt or whatever else just flooded out. And then just the anger was there to try to protect me, which is like anger is, has been my defense mechanism since fourth grade. Same. So, yeah. Yeah. Like, why exactly fourth grade? Why exactly? Cause that's when I remember I, when I first blew up with my temper, there was a very high, like, yeah, that's right. Through, through my my temper through my temper tantrum. Temper tantrum. <laughs> like he like, started uh, dancing. Yeah, like I was like I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> no, but because I my I had a very violent temper growing up. Like I like boy, I remember lifting this pole and chasing kids down with it, like like a construction pole. And I started chasing. Yeah. Kids. <laughs> Listen, when okay, when you're when somebody pisses you off and they run away and you want to like fucking chase them. Like you have like zero limitations.